uh, I'm sorry for taking off for the last year. I've been dealing with a lot. Um, my music, and then my father passing, and then my aunt. And I just needed to take a break from everything. But the last season of my podcast, I talked about drugs and suicide and all that. But there is something I've been hiding from all of you. for me to finally let go and tell my truth my life story so you can consider this a documentary but here it goes uh my name is Lee Lewis and This is the story of my life. I was born November 12, 2002 in Chester. And it was under a different name, which I don't want to speak about. But when I was three or four, my biological, my birth family, they they sexually harassed me and it started when I was four and ended at six six years old I was taken from them and brought to a family in Philadelphia a family that I will always be thankful for the Lewis's, the Shorts, the Myers. This is the family that I would do anything for. The family that loves me and supports me through everything. So yeah, when I said I wanted to do this documentary, they always on board. And then sooner or later, we're going to do a video documentary for this. But until then, Okay, good audio version. Uh, when I was six, I came to Philadelphia to this family. And that was the happiest ever I've ever been. And yeah, I was scared at first because of what happened the last two years of my life. And Now, my mother, my lady who I call my mom, she took me in, treated me as her own, called me her own. And I was happy for that because I've never had someone to lean on, someone to tell me it's going to be okay, someone to help me, guide me through life. And 
as I got older, she supported everything that I've been through. And when I came out to her, she stood by me. She didn't treat me no different. She didn't hate me. She didn't dislike me. She still loved me for me. Even my father, he stood by me through everything. And when I was like 12, 13, that was the first time that I knew that I was actually suffering from depression. Um, one time my depression was so bad and I've, I had just dealt with a breakup which was my done point where I wanted to die. So I didn't even tell my mom this until like a year or two ago. And remind you, I'm 20 now. So this was like six years ago. I went in the basement of another house that we was living in and I got a chair and a cord or something. I forgot what it was, but I tied it to the pipe that was on the ceiling of the basement and I tied it around my neck and at that point I thought yeah I'm gonna die this is this is the end I'm officially dying and all I remember was tying around my neck and waiting for me to lose the breath in my body to lose oxygen But at that point, I fell out the chair, I guess, because when I woke up, I was on the ground. And I must have hit my head really hard because when I got up, I was dizzy and I was trying to walk up the basement steps. My mom had just came out the bathroom and she asked me what happened. And I just told her that I felt. Never told her the truth until like a year ago. That was part one of my suicide attempt. So, yeah, I get what you guys are going through. Depression is not a joke. Sexually, sexual harassment isn't a joke. Being molested is not a joke. And everyone who says it is, they don't know what it feels like to have someone have someone to sexually harass you without your permission to rape you every day every night all day anytime they want to Some of you guys think, oh, you're happy, you're smiling, um, you have a good family, they treat you right, this and that. So 
why are you dealing with depression? Depression isn't just something that you can just turn off or turn back on. Depression is isn't in your mind. It's in your body, in your stomach. So yeah, that was part one of my suicide attempt. And over the years, I've I've been dealing with depression, but I'm I was always good at hiding it, hiding my problems. Until part two of my depression, which I tried to kill myself again by cutting my wrist. Luckily, I didn't hit anything major. It was just a little cut. Um, I just put a band-aid over it. Didn't get it checked out because it was a major. About a year or two ago, this is where I really hit rock bottom. Part three and four and five of my suicide attempt. All three times I swallowed a bottle of Benadryl. I tried to kill myself with Benadryl and the last time that it happened my mom had my dad rush me to the hospital. I didn't know what was going on. Only thing I felt when I got into the hospital was them picking my fingers and putting me in a CAT scan to, I guess, do an MRI or something. And I can hear my mom on the phone, hear her crying, and she was really worried about me. Then I was in the hospital for hours and hours. I couldn't open my eyes, but I can I could hear everything. I could talk, but I couldn't open my eyes at all. So finally, after I think 10 hours in the hospital, um, my eyes finally let me open them and I saw how scared and worried my dad was. And when I came home, I saw how worried my mom was. And I promised myself then that I would work so hard on my depression, try to focus on myself before I could actually focus on other people. Helping myself before helping other people. Because I've always helped others before I help myself. But that last overdose kind of... That last overdose kind of... Done. That was the done point for me. That was the point where I said... Screw this. I don't want to (laughs) die. I have a future. I have a family that cares about me. So, even now, I still 
deal with this depression but how I deal with it is writing music listening to music I'm working even now I'm still working on myself to get better depression isn't just something you can just turn on or off depression is something that you gotta work through you gotta focus on yourself especially if you have someone or people or even a family that actually loves and care about you I can do it you can do it too because I have a loving family a loving mother So yeah, I've dealt with depression for so long, so many years. I hit it. I used to cry myself to sleep, and I put on a brave face, a smile, even a laugh. Everybody always saying, you're always smiling, you're always laughing. That was that was the only way I knew how to hide my pain, how to hide my depression, how to how how to hide what I was going through. But now I know how to work on myself. I know how to make myself better. Because my mother helped me. I told her a year ago that I was done with depression. Nobody knew. Not even my mom. I hid it from her because I didn't want her worrying about me. I didn't want my family to worry about me. Not even my father. And I used to tell my dad everything and my mom. But. I know he's looking down at me and saying, I wish I would've knew. And that, I'm sorry I didn't tell you. I love you and mom and my family. But I couldn't just let y'all worry about me. And that's something I didn't want my mom doing. I love my mom too much to have her worrying about me. So I'm glad that I came to this family when I was six. I'm glad she took me in. I'm glad she adopted me and called me her own even before she adopted me, even before there was papers we had to sign. She knew what I went through. And even to today, she always, always cares about me. She even cares about everybody else before her own self. And now that she's 80, I'm 
working on trying to take care of her the best way I can. So, as I close out part one of this documentary, I want to say thank you, and I'm sorry. I know the last season of my podcast, I talked about drugs and suicide, but I wasn't totally honest with you guys. I wasn't ready to open up my story. I wasn't ready. Like, when I was, my first episode of this uh, podcast season, season two, um, I talked about how people can become an artist. My second season, I mean, my second episode, I was about to open up, but something happened with my close friend and his boyfriend and his boyfriend's step uh, nephew, and it brought back a lot of memories for me. So I had to put this podcast aside and just focus on myself. Because not only did those memories come back, I had nightmares about them. And I couldn't do another episode of my podcast without telling you guys the truth, letting you guys in. Letting you guys understand why I started this podcast and why I started on those topics. Because those topics, suicide, depression, foster care, all those uh, topics I covered, they were special to me. They were the only way I knew how to connect with my audience, with the people listening to this podcast. I didn't just start this to speak my mind about things. I started this podcast because I wanted to connect with people around the world. And I did. I really did. You guys are so amazing. And for me to keep this secret from you guys, it hurted me. Because... I knew that in a way, I was lying to you guys. So today, I wanted to tell my story. I wanted to include y'all on everything of my life. I love you guys.
and this is the end of part one of my documentary until next time I love you guys so much be nice to one another this is time to speak your mind and I'm saying see you next time How can we trust anybody if we can't even trust the president? How do we know the president is actually doing the right thing when while he's in office? He's worse than anybody we ever know. He compares himself to Hitler. If you want to hear more, check out my podcast.